Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and as always, it's such a pleasure to be here with you all. On today's episode, we have a solo episode with me all about alignment. I want to speak to a common misconception about what alignment actually is that might be stopping you from taking actions and going down particular pathways, whether it's in your life or your business because you don't think that it's aligned for you. We really want to get into the details about what alignment actually means. And so I'm going to offer some definitions of alignment that might help you to open up to living in a way that is most aligned to you. And most importantly, allowing yourself to take pathways that might not feel aligned initially, but are actually the most aligned pathway for you. So the common way that people think about alignment is that alignment means doing what feels good. In fact, some people go so far as to say alignment means only doing what feels good. And I think when we then on top of that definition of alignment, look at things like human design, where for generators, their strategy to getting what they want in life is to respond to what lights them up, right? To what is exciting and turning on their body. This means that a lot of people wait until something feels good and something is turning on their body before they know whether it's a yes or no, whether this is a path I should take versus a path I shouldn't take. And what I'm observing is seeing many of my clients spinning in circles and feeling like they shouldn't move forward on something because it doesn't feel good or because it's not lighting up their physical body. And what I wanted to speak to today is why this is not the definition of alignment. Alignment is something that we all strive to create in our life, to be in in our life and to help us to make the best decisions in our life as well. And it's the same for our businesses. So when I speak about alignment, I'm speaking about alignment in a different way. And the reason I don't want to use this misconception about alignment to run my life or my business is because if we are only following what feels good, this means we're placing either all of our power to feel good into external circumstances. For instance, we might think, I won't take up this opportunity because it doesn't feel good to me right now. When actually the reason it doesn't feel good is because of the way you're thinking about the opportunity. You might simply be afraid (laughs) to take that next step. It might feel scary and unknown. And of course, when you're following your inner voice, this is going to happen quite a lot. You might not feel good about the opportunity because of deep-seated beliefs that you actually inherited from your parents or society or you actually brought in with you from a previous lifetime that is actually clouding how good you could feel about that particular pathway. 
The other reason that I don't like the definition of alignment, meaning only doing what feels good, is because this could also mean that we become victim to the emotions that we experience. And as you all know, if you've listened to any of my other episodes, you know that I am all about experiencing our emotions, feeling our emotions, allowing our emotions to guide us in terms of learning more about how we're actually thinking about whatever the emotion is coming up around. So in no way am I saying here that emotions are not powerful, but when we have our life being directed by our emotions, that's when things can get a little tricky because so much of what we're feeling and experiencing emotionally is actually as a result of the way we're thinking. So when we are thinking thoughts that make us feel bad, we are going to experience emotions that we typically like to avoid, like fear, like discomfort, like sadness, like grief. And because we think that this is a bad thing, that is when we move to buffering behaviors like watching endless Netflix, gossiping with your friends, drinking too much alcohol, eating beyond what makes us actually feel satisfied so that we actually feel uh, bad in our bodies. There are many different ways we can buffer. And the whole point of buffering is that we're trying to escape the way that we feel. But the way that we feel is most of the time created by the way we think. And the way to feel better is to actually allow yourself to experience the emotion that you're feeling. So when you think that alignment means only doing what feels good, then why would you ever allow yourself to experience emotions that make you feel bad? You wouldn't. You would turn to the next thing that might make you feel good. And the only reason that thing will make you feel good temporarily is because of the way you think about that particular thing. And sometimes, like in the case of alcohol, because your mind is actually taken away from the thought processes that are creating the negative emotion that you're experiencing. Life is not about feeling good all of the time. When you are breaking up with someone like I have recently and feeling grief and sadness about that, you want to feel those things. In fact, that is your alignment, allowing yourself to feel that way. If you lose a family member, a friend, someone special to you in your life, or even someone that wasn't very close to you, you're going to feel grief and sadness about that. And that is a great thing. When you then tell yourself that I should only be feeling good, you're not going to allow yourself to sit with those emotions that might stay around for a while. And that is when we create bigger issues within ourselves. When we don't feel our emotions, they become even bigger. And so alignment is actually kind of a way of in when we use the definition of only doing what feels good, that's when we fall into spiritual bypass, toxic positivity. And it makes us think that because we're feeling bad, that there's a problem here. And so that then adds an extra layer of shame on top of that 
or guilt or fear. We think we're doing something wrong, that everything's falling apart. In fact, sometimes in life, the most aligned thing that you could do is the thing that feels really bad. It's letting go of something that once was working for you and no longer is. It's feeling sad because you're grieving an old identity that you held for yourself that is now changing. Feeling bad might actually just be the most aligned thing that you could do. I know that when I left my career as a lawyer, that I had been a part of the legal industry for 10 years, that felt bad to me. Sometimes there were fleeting moments of excitement and hope, but there was also so much fear in taking that leap. And I know for so many of you who have taken that leap for yourself, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If I believe that alignment means only doing what feels good, then I might have never taken the leap that allowed me to later down the track experience so much more positive emotion in my life. In fact, I almost don't want to use the term good and bad and positive and negative when I think about the way we feel and our emotions, because all emotions are good emotions. We're meant to feel that energy in our body. It's simply information showing us what we're thinking and sometimes showing us about what our inner voice is telling us. Sometimes you're going to feel bad because your inner voice is telling you that's not right for you for some reason. And this is where the confusion comes into play with all of you who are well-versed when it comes to inner voices and intuition. We know that we want to follow our inner voice as much as possible. And so we can get into that perfectionism type A high achiever mode where we don't want to make any mistakes. And so that then leads to this toxic definition of alignment that is actually not serving us and is definitely not aligned with a life that is led by the inner voice. And that's why I wanted to devote today's episode to clear up what alignment really means. And remember that you can take what you like about what I share today and you can have different opinions as well. That is okay. You can form your own definition of alignment. I've tried my best to break down alignment into some different categories. And I think all of these categories to me uh, define what alignment means and how I like to think about alignment in a way that is expansive and liberating and freeing for me as a human being in both business and life. So let me take you through what that definition is. The first way that I define alignment is alignment looks like bringing your alignment to what you're doing. And what I mean here is you don't need to ever fear any circumstance in your life. You never need to fear how you feel about a particular circumstance, experience, thought you're having, because you can feel aligned even when you're feeling hard things, even when you're experiencing hard things. 
So for instance, because it's a recent example that I've been sharing with you all, as you all know, I recently completed my 10-year relationship with my romantic partner, who I love very dearly. Now, I can bring alignment to my process of grieving, and that looks like not trying to stop or not feel or buffer away from the grieving process, okay? I can actually not bring alignment to that whole process by telling myself, you shouldn't be feeling this way. You should be over this by now. What's wrong with you? I can make that entire experience so much worse (laughs) through the way that I think about it. And so alignment can be brought to anything. Now, on the other hand, when you expect that the circumstances in your life or the opportunities presented to you is what brings your alignment, then that means you could be waiting for a long time. We are meant to bring our alignment to what we're doing. When I sit down for work each day, I do not expect my work to be what brings my alignment. And I know that's really confusing because a lot of us, the way that we get into running our own businesses and this purpose-driven work that we're doing is because we have a deep soul yearning to be doing something more with our lives, to be using our gifts in a way that feels meaningful and of service. And so initially, when you're taking that pivot in your life, you might actually feel really good and really excited about what you're doing. And that's great. And you might still feel that way five years in, 10 years in, 20 years in. But it's very, very, very rare that you would feel that same sense of feeling good and excited every single day that you sit down to do your work. It's like if you're a writer, if you expect to feel excited about writing and ready to do it and and to generally feel good about writing every time you sit down to write, that is a dangerous proposition because you'll probably end up not doing a lot of writing. Ever heard of writer's block? (laughs) Because often the things that we enjoy the most or get the most fulfillment out of There is also part of you, aka your mind, that is really afraid of what you're doing. And so those habitual thoughts and beliefs we have create a sense of fear within our bodies that usually doesn't feel very good and our mind wants to do everything it can to then avoid. So if you're waiting for alignment to come from what you're doing, rather than recognizing that you bring your alignment to what you're doing, you're going to be waiting a long time and it will lead you to spinning in circles. I see this so, so, so often in all areas of my life, friends, family, clients, peers, just listening to conversations that people are having. And it's really, really sad because that is how we give all of our power away. When you know that you're responsible for bringing your alignment to everything that you're doing, that gives you the power. And the way that you bring your alignment to everything that you're doing is through the way you think about what you're doing. When I know that today I'm grieving, 
And so I'm going to need to allow myself to cry, to journal, to maybe feel a bit angry, but I'm not fighting myself during that process. Instead, I'm encouraging it. I'm saying, well done, Letitia, keep going. This is the best thing that you could be doing today. Because we know that where I want to go is to a place of peace. And the road to getting there is feeling all of the big emotions that are coming up for me. That is me bringing my alignment to what I'm doing, even though it doesn't feel good. When I sit down to do my work, I might sit down and be thinking thoughts like, I really don't want to be doing anything today. And I have all of these things on my to-do list. For instance, I might be thinking, I don't want, I don't want to record this podcast episode today. I could be doing other things. I can shift to bringing alignment to what I'm doing by thinking differently. Even in just an instant, I could move to, I'm really excited to serve my community today. It feels really good to know that I am creating value and offering something meaningful to my community today. Instantly, the way that I'm thinking is allowing me to access my alignment. It's allowing me to bring alignment to what I'm doing. And that's why it ends up feeling good. Or I feel satisfied because I know that one of my values is being of service. Okay. If you think you shouldn't be doing something, then you're probably not going to feel good, which is what we typically think alignment means about it. You can feel good about it through simply thinking differently. The other way you bring your alignment to what you're doing is giving from a full cup. When I take space every morning to fill myself up, to do something that feels fun, because I love to be spontaneous and have free space, giving myself free space every single morning as much as I can to be spontaneous helps me to feel good. And then I bring that feeling of goodness to everything that I do thereafter. I feel like I filled myself up and then therefore I have this overflow to give to others. That is me bringing my alignment to what I'm doing, but I'm not waiting for something outside of myself to make me feel good. I am getting myself to feel good using the powers that I have to do that in the now. And then I'm able to apply that to everything that I'm doing for the day. Another example of bringing your alignment to what you're doing is doing things in presence. So allowing yourself to fully be with what you're doing, to be there with all of your senses to be fully focused. When we think of sports people being in the flow or creatives being in their flow, this is simply a focus. We can all be in the flow every single day. And the way we do that is simply through presence. You could experiment with this today. 
when you're next washing the dishes or cleaning up or maybe doing something that you know you need to do because it helps you to show up in the highest way possible, but you don't particularly enjoy it, probably because of the way you think about it, or maybe you do it all the time. So you're not usually applying your presence to what you're doing. If you experiment with that today and bring all of your attention and focus to what you're doing. Notice the dishes in your hand. Notice the way you move your hands. Notice the soaps from the washing uh, soap that you use for your dishes. Notice the sounds around you. Notice the sounds of the dishes clunking in the sink. Notice the way you feel maybe satisfied as you put each dish into the drying rack. Even something mundane can actually end up feeling quite good because of your presence. And so really alignment is also about presence, bringing your presence. It means that you're not fighting what is. And so arguably we could feel aligned and be in alignment with absolutely anything in our life that happens. That to me is an incredibly empowering thought. It means that I don't need to be scared about anything that happens. I don't need to be scared about anything that I could possibly feel because I know that by accepting what is happening and how I feel is the quickest way for me embodying alignment. And that is likely where you'll then find great solutions, innovation, solutions, all of the things if you were in a particularly bad situation. The next definition I have of alignment is alignment looks like taking the path that feels most aligned. Now, this doesn't mean that it feels good, (laughs) So we need to separate the that alignment means feeling good from alignment means feeling aligned. Sometimes what feels most aligned is the one that gives you the greatest sense of relief. Sometimes what feels most most aligned is the one that you just know is the right path for you. Sometimes what feels most aligned is the path that feels like there's a magnetic pull, something pulling you down that path. And at the same time, you're feeling nervous and scared or maybe anxious and excited. Sometimes the path that feels most aligned is the one that feels the calmest, the most peaceful. Sometimes the path that feels most aligned is the one that scares you the most. Sometimes the path that feels most aligned is the one that you are resisting the most, that you're experiencing the most resistance. And in fact, you've tested this and you know that when you're experiencing a lot of resistance, actually that is the most aligned pathway for you, the one that scares your mind the most. (laughs) So the path that feels most aligned There's not really a definition of what alignment actually feels like in our body. And just like all emotions, it's a subjective experience. Now, I think it's even more complicated when it comes to alignment because the way it shows up in our body and what we then translate as alignment might be different based on the circumstance. And sometimes we simply need to 
remove all of the negative thinking we have in the way of what we're doing in order to even be able to assess whether a particular pathway actually feels aligned or doesn't. So for instance, for all of you in human design who have an emotional solar plexus as your inner authority, the the recommendation is that you take at least 24 hours And the better rule of thumb is to wait until you're in a place of calm before you make big decisions. And this is so you can be in a place of calm before you assess whether something is actually lighting you up or drawing you down a particular pathway or is aligned. I think that that's generally a good rule of thumb for most of us, but no, that the way that you can create the feeling of calm is through thinking thoughts that make you feel calm. So sometimes, and most of the time, actually what we need to clear out of the way is simply the way that we're thinking. And it doesn't mean that you don't still have the mind yapping in the background with thoughts that don't make you feel calm or don't make you feel aligned, it means that you start giving more of your energy and attention to the thoughts that make you feel calm or the thoughts that make you feel aligned. Now, the path that feels most aligned, we could shift that definition slightly to alignment looks like taking the path that is most aligned with my values and desires. So if you have done the inner work and you check in regularly to ask yourself, what do I most value and what do I most desire? And you know that it's coming from this soul led place rather than from this ego driven mind led place, or perhaps you might use the rule of thumb that it comes from a place of love and abundance rather than fear and scarcity. You might also be able to decipher what is most aligned based on, is this in support of my values? Is this in support of my desires or not? If it's not supporting my desire or it's not supporting one of my values, then you might use that as a really easy way to make decisions. And in fact, from a more practical mind-led perspective, this is a really, really good way to think about alignment that you will probably be able to get your mind on board with. So I always love to know what are those values that I hold that are really, really important to me that I want to prioritize. And then I also am aware of what are those core desires that I have? What am I moving towards? So for instance, in my business, if I know that one of my values is doing work that I feel is making a meaningful difference and contribution to the world, which is a very important uh, value and desire of mine. And I also know that I have the desire to make a certain amount of money in my business because I do not believe in working for free and I want to be paid and I want to look after myself. And I know that that's in highest alignment for me to do so. If there is a pathway presented to me, that is maybe allowing me to do work that's aligned with my contribution and purpose in the world, but is not allowing me to be paid in a way that I desire, then I know that that pathway is not right for me. 
And so I'm going to look for pathways that allow both of these two opportunities. You might also like to think about what you actually need to thrive in your life. You might think about the terms upon which you're willing to work. And you might also think about what are those desires that I hold. I like to think about these three categories because, for instance, I know that when I've got my period, I need to rest and not hold space for anyone else other than myself so that I can hold space in the highest possible way for my clients, for my family, for my friends, all the people that I show up for in a way that actually feels aligned to me. That is more of a need, a biological need, a physical need for myself than anything else. That is one of the things that I need to thrive, okay? Now, I know that one of my desires is to be paid a certain amount of money for the work that I do. I also know that the terms upon which I'm willing to do the work include that I have significant times where I am off work throughout the year. I know that it means working at times during the day that also work for me. And so I'm able to be very clear on what these needs boundaries really and desires are so that I can then choose pathways that are aligned with that. This makes things really easy and it's a non-negotiable for me. If someone's going to offer me work that is really aligned in terms of how I best feel of service in the world, but they're not going to offer me the amount of money that I believe that I want to earn in order to do that work, or it's going to take away my holiday time, or it's going to be during my inner winter, then I know that that opportunity just isn't aligned for me. And it doesn't mean that the other person is doing anything wrong or that I'm doing anything wrong. I just know that it's a no. And once in a blue moon, I might have an opportunity presented to me that actually goes against one of those categories. Perhaps it's my my the terms upon which I'm willing to do the work, or perhaps it is in relation to what I need to thrive. But the opportunity so outweighs my need or my boundary around the terms upon which I'm willing to work that I know that this opportunity is aligned, then in that case, I'm willing to forego one of those needs or one of those boundaries in order to take up that opportunity. So for instance, this might happen in business when it comes to being invited for an interview or to to do an event or to partner with someone. And it might be an amazing opportunity that I just think this is so exciting. I don't even care about those needs or about those boundaries for this one off. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that either. It helps to know what your values are. It helps to know what your desires are. It helps to know what your needs are. And it helps to know what the terms are upon which you're willing to work. That will help you also from a more mental lens, choose the path that is most aligned to you. And the way that I would personally make decision-making super easy is to filter my decisions through those lenses, unless 
I know for sure that this opportunity is so aligned for me. It's something that I'm just so excited about. Then there's no question, right? I don't need to apply it through the filters. I just know that I'm an absolute yes. And then therefore I simply follow my intuition on that one. And usually in those circumstances, it's something that's actually really scary, (laughs) but our excitement, our soul desire, our inner voice is guiding us so strongly in a particular direction. There is just no question when you have the questioning and the lack of clarity, the confusion, the trying to figure it out. That's when, you know, it's not an absolute yes. And that's when filtering it through your values and, and your desires and your boundaries can be a really, really great way to choose the most aligned pathway forward. Now, alignment also looks like moving from a place of love versus a place of fear. Now, when I talk about love, I'm talking about the energy of abundance versus the energy of scarcity. So a really great question that you can ask yourself is, is this coming from a place of love or a place of fear? Your answer to that question will usually be very honest and will reveal whether the opportunity or the action that you're about to take or the way that you're thinking is actually supportive of that alignment or not. It's a really, really easy way to do a check in with yourself. Is my decision to not take up an opportunity that's been presented to me, is that coming from a place of love or fear? If it's from a place of fear, then perhaps that actually is the most aligned pathway. And the way that you can access more of that alignment is through looking at how you're thinking about it and is through also taking responsibility for bringing your alignment, aka presence, to the pathway forward. And finally, my final definition of alignment is alignment looks like taking actions that are aligned with your values. Now, we kind of spoke about this earlier when we spoke about taking the path that is aligned with your values, your desires, your needs, your boundaries, etc. What I mean here more specifically is have a look at the actions you're taking and ask yourself, are they truly aligned with my values? You can also add desires here too. So for instance, if you find yourself second guessing yourself, overthinking, being in perfectionism, being stuck in inaction, because every time you commit to a pathway, then you second guess yourself, overthink it, and then you're stuck in inaction again or spinning in circles. And then you take a little bit of action and then you do it again. Ask yourself, is that really aligned with your values, what you're doing to yourself there? When you ask that question, it will usually also be so obvious that that is not in alignment for you. When you know that one of your values is courage and you know that one of your desires is to serve as many people as possible through your business or to serve a particular population in your business and the action you're taking is not showing up and serving those people, not taking the courageous step or not showing up and actually being of service to your community or not reaching the people that you know that you're here to serve, then you know that those actions are not in alignment. And that's helpful because even though it might feel an immediate sense of relief, which will also only be temporary, you know that that actually isn't alignment you know that alignment is 
taking the courageous step forward, showing up, being present, serving your community, creating content for them, being of value to them, you know that that is alignment and that might feel bad because you're scared, but it's still the most aligned pathway for you. Okay, so in essence, you're responsible for feeling aligned. You're responsible for feeling as good as you can be in your life. And that means not fighting what is and not fighting what is most aligned. You can still feel bad and then layer on top of that feeling good about feeling bad or feeling neutral about feeling bad. And that makes everything so much lighter, so much easier because you're not fighting the present moment. You're not fighting where you are. Think about this in terms of where you are today in your business. If things are going in quotations wrong, or you're not seeing results that you really wanted or expected or desire, you can make yourself feel even worse by telling yourself that you just shouldn't do this. What you're doing is wrong. It's never going to happen. It's never going to work out. Or you can accept where you are today. In fact, you can even celebrate where you are today and everything you've learned through the actions you've taken so far. And you can tell yourself that this is exactly where I'm meant to be. In fact, there is nothing wrong where I am. In fact, everything that's happening right now is just giving me evidence that it is all working out. You, my beautiful friend, get to choose the story for yourself. So choose the story that supports you most along your highest path. I choose health. And so I take actions that are aligned with that value of health. I choose connection. And so I take actions and I think in ways that allow for that connection. I choose wealth and abundance through fulfilling my purpose and service. And so I choose actions and pathways that align me with both of these things. You can create whatever you want and you can be in alignment and choose alignment in every situation. And it has nothing to do with choosing the path that only allows you to feel good. It's about choosing alignment through looking at your actions, looking at your thoughts and using both your emotions and your actions to give you a really good sense of what you're thinking and how that might actually be moving you away from or closer to alignment. You get to bring alignment to everything you do. Alignment is ultimately presence. So my beautiful friends, I hope that this episode gave you something to think about. Come and continue the conversation with me over on Instagram at Letitia Ringe. I'll see you there and have a beautiful rest of your week. I'll see you in the next episode.